Why are you streaking? Because our podcast <laughs> hit a year. Okay, please get in the police car. Hello and welcome to Because I Fell Asleep in Class, the podcast where three family members share facts that you may have learned had you not fallen asleep in class. I'm Caitlin. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Casper. Hi, guys. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So, how's life? Um, well, I feel like I sound better than the last time we recorded. Yeah, you do. So, that's a plus. (laughs) (laughs) I do not. Our house got turned upside down by the ear infection. Oh, no. Did you and Derek get it, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's fine. I can't take any medicine, so I've just been uh, putting, like, eardrops and stuff in. But Derek's got medicine. Well, isn't he lucky? Uh-huh. No, he had it ten times worse than I did, so... I'm I'm just glad they were able to get him something for it. Well, I'm glad that is the one version of the cold you didn't share with me. Yeah, it sucked. Um, I did end up with fluid in my ear, though, so I had to take Sudafed and Flonase for a few days. Uh. And, uh, which wasn't all bad. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, I had to go to the pharmacy and get Sudafed and you know had to like give him my driver's license and let him run my background check to make sure I wasn't on drugs <laughs> so yeah. it was funny because I, I did a telehealth call with a doctor best invention in the world by the way oh yeah it is <laughs> but I called him and he's like yeah so I would do like Sudafed Flonase and like allergy meds and stuff and he goes um get this get the Sudafed that's like 12 hours he's like but only take it once a day if you don't want to be up all night oh and also they use it to make meth so just know you're gonna have to give him your driver's license I was like oh damn okay I was like okay thank you he's like yeah it'll be behind the counter you'll have to give your license it's a whole thing but like just get the just go get it and it'll make you feel better I was like okay I was like thank you for the honesty doctor um <laughs> so that, yeah so that's how my life was uh in the week that we didn't record so um i don't really have anything new to report i'm healthy as an ox oh that's good um i'm probably the only one who didn't get sick yeah, you. I'm so glad you didn't, because I thought you were going to, because you were taking care of me. <laughs> I have super immu- immunity. You want to try saying that again? No, not really. Sipping in me. What is this, Finding Nemo? All right. Oh, um. by the way, so... Um, I listened, well, okay, so I got caught up finally on the latest episode. 
And uh, I know it just came out on Monday, but you know, but anyways, so the intro was adorable. Okay. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's my baby. And then I was like, you know, these intros have been like really good, like really on point. So then what I decided to go do is go back to when we first like started doing those. And it's actually really funny if you just like play it until up until the song and then go to the next one and just keep going. And then I realized our songs change. Yes. <laughs> and like yeah. I already knew that, you know, but it's like really funny listening to it and it's like what the heck? <laughs> I thought Caitlin picked a really good song for South Dakota. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I was like, honestly, at the end of it, I was like, God, we should have like planned it out where like we were just talking all like soothing and like, <laughs> like I don't NPR. know. Yes. But yeah, I was like going through. So disclaimer, the reason why our music in every episode is different uh, the past few episodes is because the song we used to use, Anchor took it away. Okay, yes. So we can't like use the same one we've been using. So like we've just kind of been like switching it up. Um, And I happened to listen to that one and I was like, okay, we're talking about South Dakota. We're talking about Native Americans. We're talking about Crazy Horse. I was like, yes, this one. No, so I I noticed that, and I forgot to put a song in the one, the, which one did I edit last? Whichever one I edited last, I forgot to put a song in there because I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, I'll just go back and put one in, like, I'll find another one and put it in. And then I completely forgot. It's fine. But <laughs> It's a surprise. So that one, I was going to say, that one sounds messed up but the rest of them are really funny so i do encourage you to listen to like the first oh gosh the first 30 seconds of every episode because it's kind of funny to listen to our lives (laughs) (laughs) i was hoping that i wouldn't get you or Derek in hot water because when you were like i know he's homie supposed to be watching you i was like i hope Derek's not like thanks for outing me guys i was like i didn't mean to do that it was just so perfect that i was like i have to keep it in here no he didn't say anything he just got done listening to it today because he was on the road all day yeah that'll help pass the time yeah i still like your one i didn't mean to wake up make myself sound like a moron but here i am i know (laughs) when i saw or when i heard that you put that in that episode i was like wow thanks casper i mean i know you said you were going to but still (laughs) yeah all right if you guys are ready i'll go ahead and start yeah go ahead okay Oh, man. All right. So we're talking about Virginia. (sighs) Sorry, I had to take a drink. All right. So the date of statehood was June 25th, 1788. And it was one of the 13 original colonies. And I feel like the past, well, no, never mind. Not last weekend, but the, or not last episode, but the, I don't know. I just feel like 
here lately. We've been doing a lot of the 13 original colonies. But anyways. <clears throat> okay. Virginia was the first part of the country's... Wow. First part of the country permanently settled by the English, who established Jamestown on the banks of the James River in 1607. The whole... Yep. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, oh, okay. Sorry. It's because your brother texted and said, ho ahead. Ho ahead. (laughs) Okay. The whole, it is the home state of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and other founding fathers. And um, Virginia played an important role in the American Revolution, which was 1775 to 1783. And I had more fun facts, but I'm going to wait until you guys do your parts to see if you guys highlight any of it. So go ahead. Okay. Oh, one thing I was going to mention. Um, so I think this is the, fir- the first state that we've done where we've completed like sets, you know, because we have like West Virginia and now we've done Virginia. We did oh, South yeah. Dakota. We haven't done the Carolinas yet. So like we've done our sister states. This is the first one. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're also on episode... What is it? I can't even remember. We're, like... Aren't we getting, like, really close to being, like, halfway done? I think so, because I think this is our 21st state, because the last episode was episode 21, and we had that fun episode in there, so... Yeah, I think this is our 21st state, so yeah, we're almost halfway there. Can you believe we're almost halfway there, you guys? Well, can you believe we've almost been doing this for a year? Yeah, no, that's that's insane as well. We're going to have to do something special on our one year. We should. Anyway. Let's go streaking. Anyways. <laughs> streaking. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Where are we going to streak at? Because we don't all live in the same place. <laughs> and not only that... W- why would we go streaking when we do a podcast? We don't do like a video or anything. <laughs> this isn't like jackass. <laughs> Why are you streaking? Because our podcast hit a year. Okay, please get in the police car. Yep. <laughs> you can talk about it to all the people in the jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on that note, we're going to talk about some more state facts. Yes. Um, so the capital city of Virginia is Richmond. Um, the population is 8.509 million. That's oh. as of 2020 per the U.S. Census Bureau. And you may have to correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, so the governor is Glenn Youngkin. And I think he is the one that's been in office, like, the least amount of time. Because he took office on January 15th of this year. Oh, yeah. And he has. Or, he is. Yeah, so he is the shortest serving governor we've covered so far. Well, I hope he does good things. I hope so, too. Good luck to him. (laughs) Um, The motto is Sic Semper Tyrannus, which is thus always to tyrants. The nickname or 
Oh, I forgot to tell you the meaning of the name. If you <laughs> if you can't remember what the meaning of the name is from West Virginia, let me remind you, listeners. I can't remember, so it was nope. named after Queen Queen Elizabeth the First, who is also known as the Virgin Queen. Yes. Um. So the nickname. Well, there's a couple here. First one, their official nickname is Old Dominion. Is earned by the loyalty of Virginia to the Royalist cause during the English Civil War and afterward during the English Commonwealth. And then, of course, Virginia is for lovers that you can find on their license plates. Hmm. Speaking, sorry, speaking of Queen Elizabeth, the most recent queen just died. Yeah, we so we've been like talking about this at my work, um, because my uh, team coordinator, for some reason, has been she's like I, randomly like literally the week before she just started reading up on the British monarchy just for the hell of it. So we've been like very invested in like the funeral proceedings and how like the government changes and all this sort of stuff. Um, but I saw a meme on Facebook and it's terrible, but it's funny. It said something like, Queen Elizabeth has passed away. She was a wonderful wife to her cousin. <laughs> because her and yeah, were like third cousins or something. Yep. So. yep. Yikes. There's somebody in February who married their cousin. Somebody that we all know, but I'm not going to name the name. Who is it? I'll text it to you. Okay. Casper knows. I do know. I feel like I know, but I just can't like think of it off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Wait, Casper, did you tell her? No, I didn't tell her. Oh, okay. You can tell her because I don't know how to spell his name. What? I didn't know that. Elevator music? I did not know that. Yeah. Like first cousins, third cousins. Oh, so literally a king and queen. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck. Okay, well, I didn't know that. Anyway, edit that part out. Sorry, Tim. No, it's fine. I'm keeping it in there. <laughs> you use that as their beginning. <laughs> oh, I will. I will. All right. So, uh, Virginias tend to be very vain, and when it comes to their license plates. They count one for out of every 10 vanity plates in the nation. Really? They have more than 1.2 million registered personalized plates. Huh. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Uh, Virginia handles 70% of the world's internet traffic. Whoa. Hmm. More than half of all U.S. residents live within 500 miles of Virginia. Didn't we have a stat like that on, like, Wisconsin or Minnesota or something? I think it's Wisconsin. Uh Yeah. The Pentagon in Virginia is the largest office building in the world and has twice the office space as the Empire State Interesting. 
the Wren Building at William and Mary University, or is it college? I don't know. Is the oldest college building in the U.S. Because is William and Mary the oldest uni- or like school in the U.S.? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Colonial Williamsburg is the world's largest living history museum. Virginia had the first Thanksgiving in 1619. Ooh. And considering the food we had today, I feel like it was almost Thanksgiving time. We were talking about Thanksgiving potluck. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Virginia has some of the toughest traffic laws in the nation. So they have more traffic lawyers per capita than any other state. Huh. Lee County is physically closer to eight state capitals other than its own capital in Richmond. It is like the furthest one in the southeast corner or southwest corner. It's closer to Raleigh, North Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, Nashville, Tennessee, Charleston, West Virginia, Frankfort, Kentucky, and Columbus, Ohio, and Indianapolis, Indiana, than it is closer to Richmond in its own state. Wow. Hmm. Um, so, this one made me laugh asked Caitlin is she had this was her weird laws. It's illegal to tickle women in Virginia. Okay. We're moving to Virginia so you can never tickle me again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Being tickled is annoying. Yeah it is. I think it's funny. Um so we talked about William and Mary already, but they also have um, by George William Crump was the four, first American college student to be arrested for streaking in 1804. Oh, God, and we just talked about going streaking. <laughs> oh, my. And then uh, eight presidents have been born on the Virginia soil. More than any other state. Tiff mentioned two of them in Washington and Jefferson. But there's also James Madison, James Monroe, William Harrison, John Tyler, Zachary Taylor, and Woodrow Wilson. Yes. That was one of my fun facts. Uh, sorry. No, no, no. I... I literally put it in there as a side thing so that if you, because I knew you listed people sometimes. So I didn't want to say them and steal your thunder. <laughs> We're going to start off with the food. Let's do it. We did Virginia cured ham. And I'm curious, what did you guys, what kind of ham did you get? Like, you just tell me about your ham. Um, well, it was a Frick's ham. A what? A Frick's ham. It was like okay. a quarter ham. Like one of those you get for um, Easter or Christmas. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't really find a country curd ham this time of year. That's all right. Um, What brand was it? Frick's. 
Bricks. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But then I made a, what was it? Maple pineapple glaze. Mmm, yum. It was really good. <clears throat> and then I had the idea on my way home. I was like, did we, did we like do anything special with the ham or anything? And he like aside or anything. And he's like, no. And I was like, you know what? Sounds like a great idea. If we made pork roll. So I stopped at the store and got, I ended up getting English muffins instead of Kaiser rolls, but I made mine into like a Taylor ham pork roll sandwich. Oh, look at you bringing in. I had it just regularly, but she did the pork roll. Oh. What state was that? New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, look at you. She makes Virginia and New Jersey together. I did. She's bringing bringing people (laughs) together. Oh. That's right. Hey, just like they did with Thanksgiving back in... When was it? 16, Long time ago. 18, 19. We brought I people together, even though the real version probably wasn't like that. But <laughs> it's fine. We're we're white people. Okay. Yeah, we tell the good version. Ew. Yep. Okay. We we tell the soft version. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So. I got, the brand was Smithfield, and it was already sliced, and I just threw it in the oven, but then I put a can of pineapple with the pineapple juice over it and cooked it like that, but anyways, so mine was nothing like super special, but it's still good, and then they have potatoes that you could just microwave, so I just got we did trade. that too, actually. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we had. And then my chocolate mousse. Okay. So Virginia hams are prized for their sweetness and are cut from razorback hogs fed on peanuts and peaches. Hmm. Yeah. They are cured, then smoked over apple and hickory wood fires and hung to age in the smokehouse. Perhaps the most widely known country hams of the United States are those of the Smithfield, Virginia. The Smithfield brand. Oh. Yeah, see what I did there? Which are processed from hogs fattened on acorns, nuts, and corn. Oh, I'm going to put a disclaimer. If you don't like listening to animals dying... Or are a vegetarian, you might not want to listen to this section. I'm I'm actually glad you put that disclaimer in there just because I don't know if we have any listeners that are vegetarian or anything. So probably a good yeah. idea to cover the bases. Yeah, when I was going through my notes, I was like, ooh, this is going to get real graphic. So pornographic. Oh, that... uh-huh, you're so funny. Okay. Don't be eating, apparently, either. Um, I mean, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. I get what you're going with that. Yeah, okay. okay. Yep, yep. Sorry. There's there's a few parts where I can see that. Okay. 
if you have a really weak stomach, don't be eating. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Where was I? Okay. The hams are cured in a dry mixture for 30 to 37 days. Ooh. Then spiced with black pepper and cold smoked um, for another 10 to 15 days. Wow. Afterward, the ham is aged and mellowed for a minimum of one year. Um, Queen Victoria of the United Kingdom was a regular and celebrated customers of a noted Smithfield concern. And I got that from Britannica. Britannica. Brutannica. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay, now I'm going to tell you a little bit <coughs> about the Smithfield Foods background. I did not do any restaurants or anything like that. I'm sorry, because there's a lot of notes on this. But the more I kept reading about it, I it was kind of fascinating to me. So I have a lot of notes. Okay. Okay. So the company, Smithfield, traces its history back to 1936 with Joseph Dutter, oh wow, Joseph W. Lutter, Sr. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, I just realized how bad you, like, butchered that. That made it really funny. (laughs) I went to say W, and I said Dutter, like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, and his son, Jr., Joseph W. Luter Jr. <laughs> Opened the Smithfield Packing Company in Smithfield, Virginia. The men were working for the meat packer P.D. Gwaltney Jr. and Company when they set up the company. Um, senior was a salesman and Jr. was the general manager. Um, the financing for the new company came from Peter Pruden of Suffolk and John S. Martin of Richmond. In an interview in 2009, whoa. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. In an an interview, hogs, you know, just snorting, trying to. (laughs) In an interview in 2009, Joseph W. Luter III. Described how the looters would buy. Sorry, that's such a weird name. To keep saying. <laughs> um, how they would buy fifteen hog carcasses a day. Disclaimer: Here it comes. Cut them up and then box them and sell them to small stores in Newport News and Norfolk. They built the Smithfield Packing Company plant in 1946 on Highway 10. By 1959, they had a workforce of 650 people. Wow. (sighs) Yes. Okay. Now, today, it's actually a China-owned pork producer and food processing company, but it's still based in Smithfield, Virginia. Um, and it is an Independent subsidiary of WH Group. Um, the company is the largest pig and pork producer in the world. In addition to owning over 500 farms in the U.S., Smithfield contracts with another 2,000 independent farms around the country to raise the pigs. 
Outside the U.S., the company has facilities in Mexico, Poland, Romania, Germany, Slovakia, and the U.K. Globally, the company has employed 50,200 in 2016 and reported an annual revenue of $14 billion. Wowza. Um, they have one of... Oh, okay. In 2000, they had the world's... Okay, sorry. Let me back up there. It's meat processing plant in Tar Heel, North North Carolina is 973,000 square feet. And it was reported in 2000 to be the world's largest killing of 32,000 pigs a day. Damn. A lot of pigs. That's a lot of pigs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I just, I wasn't trying to pause for dramatics. I was trying to catch my breath. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, some. Buddy wants to. Sorry. Oh, ha ha ha. (laughs) Smithfield's. Smithfield Foods began to its growth in 1981 with the purchase of Gwaltney of Smithfield. And I don't know if you remember, but that's who senior and junior used to work for way back when. So they bought them out and they followed by um, buying or yeah, buying over 40 other companies between 1981 and 2008. And some of them that you might recognize is Eckrich Farmland Foods of Kansas City, mm-hmm. John Morrell, mm-hmm. Murphy Family Farms of North Carolina, mm-hmm. Circle Four Farms of Utah, mm-hmm. and Premium Standard Farms. Mm-hmm. Okay, my last little tidbit, and I'll try to be quick. This is where it kind of it goes into more detail about pigs. Okay. Okay. As of as of 2006, Smithfield raised 15 million pigs a year and processed 27 million of them. Okay. Producing over 6 billion pounds of pork. And in 2012, 4.7 billion gallons of manure. Yummy. Gross, yeah. Okay. So, um, killing 114,300 pigs a day, it was the top pig slaughter operation in the United States in 2007. Along with three other companies, it also slaughtered 56% of the cattle processed there until it sold its beef group in 2008. Which, I never really thought about it, but I didn't realize they have beef. Too. Yep. I don't know. Um, the company has sold its products under several brand names, including the ones that are already named, but also Cooks, um, Krakus, and the Gwaltney, which I already said that. Shane Smith has been the president and chief executive officer of Smithfield since July 2021. That's about it. So he also, I mean, he hasn't been president for too long. A little over a year. Yeah. 
I got all that from Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, Casper, I'm done with my food part. Your okay. turn. The attraction is Iowa Wright County Museum in Smithville, Virginia. It is home to the world's oldest ham and world's oldest peanut. World's oldest ham? So they just have that thing chilling? Yeah. So this ham is from 1902. Yes, yikes. you heard that right. It's over 120. Yeah, plus. I was like, oh, yuck. And it's actually still edible. How? I have no idea. It holds a world Guinness Ripley's uh, Guinness Book World Records for being the <laughs> oldest edible ham. They are so proud of this ham that on their website, you can actually watch it through a webcam. Let's see if it does anything. Caitlin, watch it through a webcam just to sit there. Yep, Caitlin and I are watching it right now. It's <laughs> fascinating. Are you serious? Yep. Yes, dead serious. <laughs> I want to look this up. It's uh, you're a historic Isle of Right.com. No, I it's historic Isle, just I S L E of white w-i-g-h-t dot com okay home in the world's oldest ham and world's okay if you scroll down because i'll say live he's got the webcam there the thing Where's on, it? the ones on the right there those that's the ham oh what's the person right there in the middle it's silhouette cut out Oh, okay, that was that's kind of creepy. Why is it dark there? Because oh, is it dark it, outside? <laughs> yeah, they're on Eastern Standard Time. They're an hour ahead of us, Tiff. Is it that big one, or is it like I don't understand? Yeah, I'm not for sure which one it is. So they have like two of them there. What the fudge? Why? Oh, somebody just drove by. Did you guys see that? Yes. I guess this way you can see if anybody burglarizes it. Oh, I know. This car. is Buzz CTV. I can't believe no one covers it. I mean, I could watch this for hours. I just like watching the cars drive by. Because <laughs> you, can, you can see them from one side. And then you scroll over and you see them from the other side. I know. I kind of want to see what it's like during the daytime now when that people might actually be there. Oh, can you watch people? Well, if they go that in, that would yeah. be weird. Oh, that would be. I would not like that. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm gonna watch people walk in there. <laughs> and then people watch at a random host or a hospital where did i why did i say hospital a random museum in virginia oh yep okay go ahead sorry oh that that's all i had if you just want to go back to your drinks now oh okay wow that was fascinating i am going to be watching that tomorrow (laughs) let you know how that goes See, when you go on bed rest, Tiff, you just wash that all day. Oh, that would be the highlight of my bed rest. <laughs> oh, well, I hope I don't go on bed rest, but that'll be the highlight of my maternity leave. There you go. 
Yeah. Um, okay. So the drink, we did a dark and stormy. What'd you guys think? Um, so I actually don't mind it. Um, I didn't mind it. I thought that it kind of, maybe this was just the way that it got made, but I thought it kind of had a bite to it at the end. Like I felt like it burned a little bit, like instead of an aftertaste, it had like an afterburn, but like the flavor of it, I liked. Yeah. Um, Derek took a drink and he goes, took another drink and he went, yeah, it's all right. So in Derek's terminology, he really liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but he also really likes Moscow mules and he really like rum is his go-to drink. So I think this was just right up his alley. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, okay, so a dark and stormy it's usually made in a high ball, high ball cocktail glass, and and it is made with dark rum and ginger beer, and you could serve it over ice with a little bit of lime juice or just a slice of lime. Um, you can also add simple syrup if you want. This drink is very similar to the Moscow Mule, except for it's made with dark rum and not vodka. The original Dark and Stormy was made with Gosling Black Seal Rum and Barrett's Ginger Beer. But after the partnership between the two failed and the company parted ways, Gosling Brothers created its own ginger beer. And now they claim that the drink was... Oh, they claim... The drink now, like they claim rights to it. I have no idea, but hmm. I don't. I don't know how you can just claim that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's mine now. I'm claiming it. Yeah. Which, sorry, it got acid reflux. Which we just so happen because, like I said, Derek really likes Moscow Mules. We just so happen to have Gosling's ginger beer in our fridge, so that was kind of easy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, so there is actually a um, hidden story, kind of ish, behind the darkened story. Stormy cheese. The drink was actually invented in Bermuda just after World World War World War One. And it was, okay, so it was invented on the island in 1806 by a member of the Gosling family. That's why they say that, yeah, they claim it as theirs. Hmm. But it's just a story. It could be a rumor, like nobody has fact-checked this. Um, The recipe for the Dark and Stormy, oh wait, JK. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the story is that Mr. Gosling, not Ryan Gosling, Sorry. <laughs> was, um, went sailing to Virginia from England, but ended up in Bermuda instead. Oh, so kind of like how Christopher Columbus thought he went to India, but ended up here? Yes. Mm, cool. Yep. Um, so that's but the history of that. Very close. No, not even close. Um, okay. 
So I did the best bars in Virginia. I did I did five real ones and the but the first one here made me laugh. <laughs> so I just included it too. So apparently according to um Best Things Virginia <laughs> their number one best bar in Virginia is Top Golf. Yeah. <laughs> It made me really laugh. I was like, wow, that is, that's a lot to hold up to. I mean, I don't know how you can do it. <laughs> and what's really funny, I was like, Top Golf. Well, no way. Like, maybe there's just another bar there that's named, just happened to be named Top Golf because it's on the Virginia Beach. And I know, like, they have golf and stuff there. So then I started reading into it, like, reading more about it. Nope, listen to this. It's more than just a bar. It's a full-service driving range and entertainment center. The facility, yes, the facility is huge and gorgeous. With 65,000 square feet of space conveniently located just off I-200, wow, I-264, Topkoff is still new to the area, but offers a one-of-a-kind dining and golfing experience. And I was like, yep, that's definitely just Topkoff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the heck? So that made me laugh. But here, here's the rest of it. Okay. Uh, Park Lane Tavern. And it has two locations. One in the Hampton and one in Fredericksburg. Um, they both take their cues from a European style style tavern and pub the atmosphere feels like old world with a modern spin um by incorporating architectural detail details you might see in europe they have a full menu of both american and european fare along with droughts from all over the world um okay number three gershwin's is a popular piano bar in downtown Norfolk. The owners describe Gershwin's as an upscale, slightly sophisticated bistro with live entertainment every night with one of the largest bars in town. And the servers wear tuxedos as a matter of course. And you can, yeah, super fancy. And you can transport yourself to turn of the, to the turn of the 20th century while sipping custom cocktails and listening to smooth piano while enjoying a night out. Hmm. Doesn't sound as cool as Top Golf. I know, right? <laughs> like, it doesn't even compare. <laughs> yeah. Apples and oranges. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, number four. Babes, uh, or. Yeah, sorry. Babes of Carytown is one of Richmond's premier gay and lesbian bars, but is accepting of everyone. Babes has been in business for over 30 years, known for their burgers and draw shows. Drag, wow. <laughs> drag shows. <laughs> you said drag shows for drag shows? <laughs> I don't know what the hell I said. Um, Babes is a great dive bar choice for the more open-minded people in your group. 
Um, the Camel in Richmond has live music regularly offering local bars the chance to get their name out while the Camel offers brunch options. It's best enjoyed at night when a live band is playing and you can sample their craft beers. Okay, the next one is in Charlottesville. Charlotte, wow, Jesus, I need to stop. Charlottesville. Okay. The whiskey jar slogan might be, oh, the it's called the whiskey jar. And their slogan might be, nothing fancy, but we beg to differ. The okay. food, yes, the food is fantastic, but the primary reason to stop by this packed space is for the whiskey. With over 125 different options of rye, bourbon, scotch, Irish. Wait, I did not. <laughs> did I do this when I was typing? <laughs> <laughs> With uh, Listen to the sentence. I'm just going to read it word for word when I typed. Okay. Okay. With over 125 different options of rye, bourbon, scotch, Irish whiskey, and whiskeys. <laughs> you can come in every day and not sample the same drink twice. Their whiskey flights let you try three whiskeys at a time. Perfect for the whiskey aficionado of the world. Come early and expect to wait. And I got, like I said, best all that from Best Things Virginia. I'm down and I'm done. I know. I like whiskey. All right. So we are the attraction. So the festival is the Wood Burger Festival. Wood Burger. In mm-hmm. Norton, Virginia. <clears throat> and this year is actually on October 7th. So we still got time to go see it if you guys want to. Okay. Oh, okay. I- I would like to make a clarification that it is wood bur- wood booger because Casper says booger when he means burger. So at first I thought he meant wood burger. <laughs> it was actually wood booger. <laughs> like from your nose booger? Yeah. <laughs> I I felt like that clarification was needed and I'm glad I made it. Wait. Casper, you're how old and you still say booger when you mean burger? Yes. Burger? Booger? Oh, whatever. I love you. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, keep going. And I'm 18 years old. (laughs) Even at 18, you should still know (laughs) the difference between booger and burger. I mean, I'm pretty sure I said that when I was, like, six. <laughs> All right. The Wood Burger. Burger. Now you got burger. me mixed up. <laughs> is an elusive Bigfoot-like creature said to roam the woods of southwest Virginia. Uh, it's a festival honoring him, which includes games, hayrides, guided walks, plenty of food and drink, roasting marshmallows, and much, much more. So, wait, it's like their version of Bigfoot. Basically, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I, like okay. the, I think the name's better than Bigfoot. It definitely is. Um, they have the guided, they even have canoe rides, as well as a guided night walk, where families try to find the elusive woodlands creature. And this all takes place at Flag Rack 
Flag Rock Recreational Area. Okay. So if you want to go check, get ready to catch the wood booger. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> All right, now town town names. Uh, first one here is Amissaville. Okay, amiss like you missed it, Amissaville. Like something's amiss us. Oh, gotcha. Or something's amiss. Okay. Bowler's Wharf. Okay. Car lover. Car lover. Yeah. C a r l o o v e r. Oh, so you? Get, oh, that's why you extended that. Gotcha. Lovers. <clears throat> yes. Grizzard, Kiesel Town. K e e z l e t o w n. Bump ass. Bump ass. <laughs> yes. Cuckoo, Goochland. Gooch. Gooch. Ew, okay. Chuckatuck. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. Forks of Buffalo. Um, kind of like the last one. They have a Central Plains, a Centralville, and a Centralium, and a center Central Point, and a Halfway. Okay. They got a Homeville and a Home. Hey, we have. Oh no, Kansas has a home. Yep, Kansas has a home. Uh, they got Coke. Cocaine or like, like so it's called Coke. C O K E. Just Coke. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Oh. It was a bad joke. <laughs> uh, Gaylord. Dyke. Climax. Oh. Ballsville. Yes. Four Mile Fork. Five Mile Fork. Five Forks. Hampton, Sydney. Hammond, Maxi. Isle Wit, White, which we already talked about. King and Queen Courthouse. Try to write that on the envelope. <laughs> um, Bloxham. Dinwiddie, Ka'ira, uh, Horse Pasture, Brandy Station, Burnt Chimney, Fancy Hill. Fancy. Fancy. Cold Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Gross Junction. Standard Garage, Goose Pimple Junction, Bacon's Castle. That's pretty much it. Okay, so moving on to the government. So my source is Britannica. Um, So the current constitution that Virginia is using um, was revised in 1776, adopted in 1970, and ratified in 1971. So, I don't know if 
like I don't understand why it was revised in 76 but wasn't adopted till 1970. I don't know how they functioned for 200 years, but <laughs> we're just going to skip right on past that. Um, so <clears throat> some things that are laid out in the Constitution is that the state retains the organization of the executive, legislative, and judicial branches. Um, the only elected administrative officials in the state are the governor, lieutenant governor, and the attorney general. Um, each of these three officials serves four-year terms, and the governor is the only one who cannot serve consecutive terms. Mm-hmm. So, so we talked about earlier that Glenn Youngkin um, just started his term on January 15th of this year, so he can't serve next term. But he could serve the term after. That's weird. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Um, so their, um, system of, well, there's, uh, why can I not think of the word? Okay. They call it the general assembly. Okay. So like they're, they're, Congress. yeah, they're, legislative. they're legislative. Thank you. I couldn't think of legislative. Um, the, so their legislature is called the general <laughs> assembly. <laughs> It's okay, you'll spit it out. We'll get there. <laughs> you're welcome, you guys. I, you're not the only ones mispronouncing things. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the General Assembly. Um, so, what I thought was interesting is their Senate is made up of 33 to 40 members. There's not, like, a nailed-down number. It's 33 <laughs> to 40. Apparently, and then their House of Delegates, which is like their House of Representatives, is 90 to 100 members. Again, not a nailed down number, just anywhere anywhere in that section, I guess. Um, and the Assembly meets every year in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, okay. Um, as far as our local governments go, that includes 95 counties, hundreds of towns, and several dozen chartered cities. Um, Counties and towns are governed by elected boards of supervisors, so it's not like a board of, um, like a city council or like a board of trustees or anything. It's a board of supervisors, which sounds so fancy. Yes. Um. Cities are separate from county administration and are governed by elected councils that employ city managers. So counties and towns are operated the same way and then cities are operated separately. Um, Okay, so moving on to the judicial system. There are four different levels of courts. Uh, You have the Supreme Court, which is seven judges. They are elected to staggered 12-year terms by the General Assembly, which essentially means, like, not all seven are going to be up for re-election at the same time. Um, The primary work of the Supreme Court is to hear criminal and domestic appeals from the Court of Appeals of Virginia, and they also hear civil appeals from circuit courts. 
moving down the list, we have the Court of Appeals, and that's 11 judges, and they are also elected by the General Assembly to eight-year terms. Uh, their primary work is to expand judicial capacity to relieve the immense backlog of criminal and domestic cases pending before the Supreme Court. So, essentially, stuff goes through the Court of Appeals um, so that it doesn't have to sit in front of the Supreme Court for a really long time, apparently. Okay. Um, moving next down the list, we go to circuit courts. Uh, there are 31 circuits. It didn't say, so it didn't say how many judges are in a circuit. So I'm assuming it's one judge, one judge per circuit, meaning there'd be 31 judges. I'm assuming it doesn't say, um, they act as the courts of general dur- jurisdiction in Virginia, and the judges on the circuit courts are elected to eight-year terms by the General Assembly as well. So essentially, if you're in Virginia, you want to make sure that the people you elect to the General Assembly are the people you really want in charge of stuff, because they're electing all these judges. So, like, <sighs> I feel like they kind of have a lot of power. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then its last uh, category of courts, it literally just says other courts that have limited jurisdiction. Um, so that includes a ge- like general districts, which would be like municipal courts and county courts. That also includes juvenile courts and also domestic relations courts. Uh, those all kind of fall in the same bucket. Interesting. Okay. Um. And then to round out the government section, just a couple more things. Um, All judicial circuits have magistrates, and they have the authority to issue warrants, but they lack trial jurisdiction. So they're kind of, I guess, separate in that regard. That they can issue the warrants, but they don't really have any pull when it comes to the actual trial itself. So, yeah kind of a separation of power, hopefully not a conflict of interest type of thing. Um, And then all counties and cities have a Commonwealth's attorney and their main job is criminal prosecution. So if you get busted for something in a city or a county, apparently you are going in front of the Commonwealth's attorney. Oh. So, sounds scary. Yeah. Okay, so weird laws. Um, I went back to linerlaw.com. Um, and for the most part, I just like wrote down the law this time. I didn't really expand on a lot of them. Just because I don't know why. I just felt like writing them down and just leaving it at that. So that's what okay. we're doing. Um, okay, that's fine. So the first law I think is a load of bullshit. No sexual relations for single people. Oh, come on. What? Why? Because Virginia is no fun, apparently. But it's for lovers. (laughs) Married lovers. (laughs) Um it's possible that one's been repealed. I to be honest, didn't look. So we're gonna hope. (laughs) Okay, so next law. Next law I think is funny. Hunting on Sundays is prohibited, 
Unless you're hunting raccoons. Those are fair game on Sundays. Oh, okay. Those poor raccoons. They don't get a break. Um, also, so I had a classmate in high school who sadly uh, passed away the summer before our senior year. But he used to always call them raccoons. So anytime I think of raccoons, I always think of Dylan and raccoons. So, so in Virginia, you can hunt raccoons on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think this law is good, but there's a disclaimer. So it's illegal to work on Sundays, which I like because that means you get some sort of a weekend. Yeah. But they repealed that in 2004. Oh, those bastards. I know. Damn. Why ruin a good thing? And But it made me laugh because when I worked at the grocery store, and I'm sure you two experienced this as well, since we all worked at the same grocery store, um, Sunday is when everybody did their grocery shopping after church. Everybody in the town, uh-huh. like the surrounding towns, came in for grocery shopping. So you didn't have that in Virginia until 2004. Oh, well, that's nice. I always hated working on Sundays, so made sense. Me too. Um, I also, I don't know why this I bring this up, but I just thought of this. So I used to work almost every flipping Sunday when I worked at the store because I was one of the only people who was willing to. And I had, for some reason, I had to be in church one Sunday. I don't even know why, but I like had to be there. And I had to friggin' leave church early to go to the store because I had to get ready for work. And, like, all these old ladies, like, gave me the stink eye for leaving church early. But then they fucking came through my line at the grocery store after church. And I'm like, this is why I had to leave early. Like, you bitches (laughs) didn't come to the store. I wouldn't have had to leave church early. But whatever. Um, anyway. (laughs) A little tangent there. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so the next law says, don't use an x-ray machine for a shoe fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he even use that for a shoe fitting? Well, apparently someone did, because they made a law. <laughs> you just carry an x-ray machine around with you to check your shoe size? <laughs> I mean, doesn't everybody? Yeah, isn't that common? I mean, I just did that last week. Yeah, me too. Um... <laughs> Next law, uh, you are not allowed to drive a golf cart on the highway. That's common sense. Considering they only go like five miles an hour anyway, I don't know why you want them on the highway. Some of those can get up to 30 miles an hour. Because then you can go, beep, beep, I'm not in my car. So, get out me car! Get out me car. I'm in my mom's car. Sorry. I'm that in my really mom's dumb. car. <laughs> no, I knew what you meant. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, next law. Being in possession of a radar gun is illegal. Why? <laughs> Cops don't want to... Well, think of all the traffic laws they have. The cops don't want to get caught doing something illegal. Oh, you, th- oh, you think that's why people are, are... Yep. okay? 
Oh. Um, <clears throat> so I had to just go to the website because I made a typo on this next law. And it's, it's funny that I did, so this is why. So, you remember last episode when Casper was talking about spinks or spink, and I thought yeah. he said the animal, like, skink? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I wrote, it's prohibited to keep a skink as a pet. And so I was like, let me double check and make sure I didn't mean skunk, because I've been known to type shit wrong. And I did type it wrong. The law is actually, it's prohibited to keep a skunk as a pet. Well... I mean, that's a good idea. They are a wild animal. Yeah. And they're, I mean, their farts are terrible. Yeah, I know. So, you can actually remove that gland, can't you? Yeah. So, people who keep them as pets remove that gland. So that they don't stink. Well, that would be a good idea. There's, there was that one state that had the skunk festival. Do you remember which one That's that was? A... No. Hold on. Let me look it up. Uh, skunk festival. Oh. Uh, yeah, I want to know the location. I don't want to know what it's called. <laughs> South Carolina? Is that right? No, we didn't do South Carolina, did we? Yeah, I didn't think so. I think well, it was like there's Illinois. another one. Do we do Illinois? Nope. Also, it's Illinois. Kentucky? No, we didn't do Kentucky. Tennessee? It just keeps coming up with the same one. This isn't the one that I'm wanting. <laughs> I shut my computer off, otherwise, I'd help with that. Wow, you had one job. No. Nope. Ohio. It was Ohio? Ohio. Ohio. Oh, there it is. Yep. I just found it. Skunk Me Fest, too. Ohio. Skunk Fest, Ohio. Find it here. Yep. It's <laughs> exactly what I saw. Well, apparently they have one in South Carolina too, and this one says albino skunk. Albino. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we know what to look forward to for Casper's um, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, we already did your notes for you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yep. Um, okay, and then last law. We got a little sidetracked again, but we're fine. Um, so you need a license to sell items like tableware and coins. Interesting. What type of license? A license. Just a license. No, it probably says. I just didn't write it down. <sighs> you even look it up. While you're looking no. it up. So when you said you need a license, all I could think of was in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie when he says you don't need a license to drive a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, it literally just says license. It doesn't say. What kind or what it's called? Yeah, it just says in Frederick County, no person, firm, or corporation operating as either an. It, I it. 
or permanent dealer <laughs> uh, may purchase gold, silver, platinum, platinum plated, or pewter, including but not limited to such items as tableware, other household items, watches, jewelry, or coins without a license. Kind of like pawn shops. Yeah. You need a license via pawn shop. You need a license to be cool. <laughs> All right. Well, um, this next story for my funny news section, I did find a funny news story. It's a, <laughs> little, <laughs> it's a little dated. I'm going to read it word for word. Um, it's not overly long, I promise. It is from WashingtonPost.com, and it is dated September 29th, 2004. Four, and oh, that's I mean, most of the ones I find are from like 2018, so it's pretty dated compared to it's my first year in college. It's not that old. Um. Okay, I'm ignoring you, Casper. You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened in Alexandria, Virginia. Um. So here is. Here, here we go. I'm just going to read this story. It says, It was not the sort of letter a school delights in sending home to its families. Already, we're off to quite the start, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to read uh, the letter. Quote, Dear third, fourth, and fifth grade parents. Okay. Quote, It is with great regret that I tell you that your child may have been exposed to alcohol today at lunch. What the f- Okay. <laughs> Said the missive signed by Alexander Harvey IV, head of private Alexandria Country Day School. Um, <laughs> it was tequila and margarita mix, to be precise. Yes! <laughs> left in the refrigerator in a pitcher and mistaken for limeade by the kitchen staff who poured it into small cups and served it to the children as a lunch treat. (laughs) Yes! Oh my gosh, I can only imagine how these kids were acting. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Um, Some youngsters didn't like the smell and declined. Others took a sip and declared it, quote, gross. (laughs) That's okay. Um... An administrator who realized something was wrong started investigating, Harvey said, and quickly discovered that the limeade was really liquor, although it is unclear why the kitchen staff didn't notice. Okay, obviously because the kitchen staff had sampled it. Like, they're not I mean, (laughs) when you mix it, it does kind of look like lemonade. I mean, yeah, or limeade, I mean. Or limeade, whatever. I mean, still, like... Yeah. Yikes, but here's the other thing. If you're going to do that and you're also going to make a drink that looks very similar to it and put it in the same fridge, uh, you're just maybe you should trouble. label. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that this school, the lunch ladies were like, let's have a little tequila. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so I still, I, I still have quite a bit left. Um, so I was wondering why the fuck did they even have it in the first place? Well, this article continues to say it had been left over 
from a party two days earlier at the school for the staff, faculty, and board of trustees. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the fact faculty- what though? <laughs> the what? I mean, I'm not even gonna blame them if they were just like, fuck it, it's Monday. Let's make a pitcher of margaritas. <laughs> like, let's I mean, make, let's make sure the kids take a nap today. Like, let's. Oh, God. <laughs> I can only imagine. Okay, keep going. <laughs> um, the cups were collected. Teachers were told and students were observed for any ill effects. There were none, Harvey said. The most any child took was believed to be a few sips because no cup was close to being emptied. <laughs> the episode he said left him mortified um i just love this next part quote i am embarrassed and deeply sorry that this happened and quote harvey wrote in the letter adding that liquor was immediately banned on campus yeah. a policy already set at many schools <laughs> i was like i mean i don't understand, yeah i don't understand how liquor wasn't already <laughs> Like, Especially like, for being a private school. Yes, and like for being like an elementary school too. Like how yeah. is liquor not already banned? I don't get it. Um, he also said that all future faculty parties will be off school grounds. Um, and he also spoke with staff about health issues involved with serving children food or drink from open containers. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Um... Uh, so Alexandria police spokeswoman Amy Birch said nobody informed the police. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. <laughs> Alexandria Commonwealth's attorney. See, here's the Commonwealth's attorney. Um, Alexandria Commonwealth's attorney S. Randolph Singel said that, quote, while it's true, procuring alcohol for someone under the legal age of 21 is illegal, the incident would not rise to the level of criminal conduct because the kitchen staff members did not know they were serving alcohol. He said it sounded like an innocent mistake. Well, that's nice. Um, this part... <laughs> um, so, moving on. Harvey told parents in the letter that everybody in the school with 240 students from kindergarten through eighth grade who paid tuition from 14200 to 15600 I love how they oh, added shit. that little stat yeah. in there. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so they, everybody in the school was informed the same day. This happened on September 10th of 2004. Um, and it said, we ask the students to be honest and admit their mistakes, and we should do the same. Which I agree with. You should. You need to set a good example. So good for them for immediately getting the news out, not trying to cover it up. Um, parents learned about the episode that day when their children came home talking about it and carrying Harvey's letter. Bill Paxson, a former U.S. congressman who has two children at the school, said yesterday that his third grader was, quote, very excited about it. <laughs> Aww. Um, so this, this is what Bill Paxson says, quote, her words were something really fun and illegal happened today at school. Then she proceeded to say what happened. She said it was gross and disgusting stuff. She said she tasted it and it was so disgusting. She couldn't drink it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Paxson said he was pleased with the school's reaction. 
quote, they handled it in a textbook way, end quote, he said. Um, so Kim McKernan, vice president of the Parent Teacher League, which I'm assuming is like the PTO, um, said yesterday, which would have been September 28th of 2004, which was my dad's birthday, um, <clears throat> said that she heard parents praising Harvey for addressing the situation so quickly and honestly, and that nobody she knew had questioned why the staff did not realize that alcohol was being served. Um, and to round it out, Harvey said he received no complaints from parents. Well, good. Because here's the thing. They're paying that much money for their kids to go to a school that just served them alcohol. So they're very <laughs> lucky. <laughs> lucky, <Yeah>. lucky. <laughs> oh, man. Can All you- I can think about is Moxie when she drank that gin and tonic at melissa's wedding and she was so drunk (laughs) she was a young 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 like i don't know i can't remember how old she was but she was very young she i nobody like she was sitting at the table and we were just talking and we look over and she had finished the entire cup of gin and tonic Mm mm-hmm and we're like, oh, okay. And she went out on the dance floor, had a grand old time, and then threw up. <laughs> and then passed out. She was done. Well, you know, she partied hard. And, you know, she was a cheap date and only took one drink. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, she did in, like, 20 minutes what an adult would do in, like, three hours maybe maybe an hour i don't know so it was pretty it was pretty great poor kid (laughs) so the one question that i had on this article is that okay so they made this these margaritas and stuff right and it's a private school where they pay like 14 Fourteen to fifteen thousand for tuition. Uh-huh. How good do you think the tequila was? Or do we think this was like top shelf tequila for a party? Ooh. I don't know. I mean, I would understand why the kids would not enjoy it because tequila is like one of the harshest. To me, it's one of the harshest alcoholic drinks. But like, uh, to me, it sounds like a like a grand old time now. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I would be good with it now. I would totally drink it now. But at that age, <laughs> I can understand why they don't like it. Yeah, I would not have liked <laughs> it at that age either. But it, a part of me, the adult part of me, actually, no, the alcoholic part of me. Says it better have been top shelf tequila. And then the like adult part of me is like, I hope it wasn't because they just wasted all that tequila. Yes. uh, Yes, I would agree. Maybe if it was the top shelf, they wouldn't have had any left over. So maybe that was the problem. Oh, maybe. Maybe it just wasn't that good of tequila. I'm I'm guessing they probably went low shelf on that. 
Well, I mean, it is the faculty and staff, and teachers make pretty much no money. I mean, private school is a little different, but uh, teachers are not paid nearly enough. That is a hill I will die on. Um, so, yeah, it probably wasn't the best tequila, considering what how much teachers make. Yeah, I don't know what private school teachers make. I don't either, but I have a feeling it's still probably not enough, because... Like, I don't know. This makes me sound like an asshole, probably, but I'm poor. I have a feeling that private school moms are like mega Karens because what else do they have to do with their lives other than complain mm-hmm. about their school, their kids' school? See, that's what I'm saying. They're really lucky that nobody complained because all these, these parents are paying this kind of money. Yeah. And the, I mean, they're probably like doctors and lawyers, and being in Virginia, probably like that congressman had kids in the school there might be like other like fbi people and i mean government officials and stuff and nobody was like nah let's close the school this is terrible everybody had a good sense of humor about it which yeah is pretty amazing Okay, so I just looked up a private school teacher and they have it by state so in virginia yeah, they make shit. So they make per hour $14.37. Yeah, that's shit. So their salary is um just under $30,000. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, that's nothing. Your highest paid state is Washington and they make $38,000 a year that's awful we have to pay teachers more money again it's a hill I will die on teachers don't get paid enough (coughs) Nebraska's right about in the middle they make 29,000 alright I'm done with that yeah but moral of the story, we have to pay teachers more. But also, I thought that story was so funny. I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up that they fed third, fourth, and fifth graders margaritas. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I like that one. All right. Good job, everyone. Are you guys ready to hear about our next state? Yes. Yes. Okay. Where's my notes? Oh, they're there. <laughs> okay, okay, so our next... I know. Our next state is Montana. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Montana. Okay. And... Okay, so... Here's the thing. Everything... All the foods that I was coming up with, I was like... I can't get that here. So, okay, first was bison. I can't. Mm. I can't do that. Okay, we can. that's not a thing. What? We can. Well, you're special. <laughs> um. So what I did, I w- I went with the next next one, and it's huckleberry. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. 
But my idea is to um, do anything huckleberry. So you can do any kind of recipe that has huckleberry in it. Well, what I'm going to have... Well, tell me the drink first, then I'll tell you what I'm going to have. Okay. The drink is called Whiskey Ditch. Okay. Ditch? D-I-T-C-H? Yep. No, bitch. (laughs) No, Whiskey Ditch. Okay? Okay. So, you said Huckleberry, and... So there's a Kansas City company, 360. They make vodka and they make Huckleberry vodka. And it's my favorite. So mm-hmm. I might just get totally trashed the next time we record because okay. I might just have like Huckleberry vodka and lemonade and have a whiskey ditch. So okay. I might just get plastered. See, I did see a lot of Huckleberry. Okay. I did see a lot of Huckleberry um, alcoholic options, but then I was looking at their pastries. Oh, yeah. And I found, yeah, I found a Huckleberry honey. So I'm going to get that. That But I have to order it from Amazon. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to do. You know what that reminds me of, Casper? When we were on our honeymoon and we got that Huckleberry White Mocha from that coffee shop in Gatlinburg. Hmm. I missed that. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. That was very random, but it made me think of that. Oh, that sounds yummy. It um, was very good. Yeah. But that's what I got. That's. I'm done. Okay. Okay. Well... I suppose since my voice isn't on the fritz, I can take over <laughs> my portion again. Are you sure? Because I can do the outro again. No, please yeah, don't. Yeah, I thought we did great. You guys actually did do very well. Um, it was fun listening to you yell at each other when Casper took all the easy ones and you kept yelling at him for taking the easy ones. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so if you want more of this, and you know you do, uh, you can find us, you can go to Facebook and search Because I Fell Asleep in Class. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at fellasleeppod. And you can send an email to because I fell asleep in class at gmail.com. Is that all? That's all. Oh. You got, you got every single one of them, are you sure? Yep. Should Casper and I just redo it? I mean, yeah, I think you know what. Go ahead, go ahead. Are we, are we okay. going to repeat the first episode? Yeah, yeah. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. I fell asleep. Pod. <laughs> I took the easy ones. You can you can email us at because I fell asleep in class at gmail dot com, and you can find you can find us on Facebook at because I fell asleep in class. Pod. No, uh, no pod. No pod. No pod. I literally just said it and you still said it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're good at. Okay. Now I'll do the last part. No, no, you won't. No, you won't do the last part. (laughs) I'll do it like you. 
You don't do it like me. <laughs> I hope you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> okay, well, Tiff makes me sound better than you make me sound. Let me do it again. No, Casper, you do it now. Your I'll turn. It Can I imitate you imitating me? <laughs> I hope you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> How is what I did any different? <laughs> I did the same thing you did. Okay, you. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh my God. <laughs> you, last, last episode when you did it like that, I was like, oh, that is not what she sounds like at all, but okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to go with that because I don't know. <laughs> It sounded terrible. <laughs> it did. All right, do it the proper way. We've already done it six times. If they no, were Caitlin, it's now, your turn. Done. It's your turn. You didn't do it. Oh, I I imitated Casper imitating me. Yeah. <laughs> but now you got to imitate yourself. <laughs> oh God, let me get in the right headspace here, Mama, Mama, me, 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 Mama. Okay. Um. Hope you didn't fall asleep. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>